Welcome to the Are You Screwed podcast. A scrub is a guy that thinks he's flying this, also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. So don't I don't want your number. Podcast. This was. You sound excited. I am. I was gonna. I was gonna talk about how excited I am for the fact that Rutgers covered against Michigan, but you really just like kind of like didn't let that build up. So that was Max. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for I didn't know where you're going. I I'm like, we have Adam here. Uh, back, back at it. Yeah, I didn't know where you were going either with that. But well, that's because no, you got to let I, the tension build. Obviously, you guys. Or, Mike, I arrived 15 minutes ago. When I got here, what were you doing? I was working. You were working, or you yeah. were sleeping? No, I've been sending emails all day. Okay. Long. I thought I, I thought you were sleeping. Today when I got has here. been one of my most efficient days. Um, okay. I feel like this was a more of a build up, like the the old school where Mike is like whispering, we're like why are we whispering? It's like dramatic effect. <laughs> it's like that's what we're going with Rutgers, Michigan. There. Listen, uh, Rutgers, Michigan, not just a complete a complete cluster F, as I think we all predicted. Last week they covered. They only lost forty-two to seven. We're on a I think what? three, three, three pick losing streak. Don't laugh at that. They covered forty-two seven. Is not not a cluster bleep. Like, like it is for Rutgers. It was a boring cluster bleep, which I don't know if we expected. Like I think we all expected a more or, or the potential for a humongous, embarrassing beatdown was there. I never would have predicted that after one quarter that. Those two teams would have been tied. I got close to texting some people. Like I, I got close to whipping out my phone and saying, "Hey, Dad, you like want to, I was want saving to put this game on." I, I was not there. Um, I was there for the tailgate, and I got to not go to the game. Which, by the way, I am all on board with that <laughs> after this season. Like that was the first time where I truly got to do that, and that was way more enjoyable. My Saturday was a lot better, but I was trying to find like that stupid moment, paying attention on the phone where they got one first down where I would text you guys the joke, my money line one. And I couldn't believe I got to do it after a touchdown. And it was 7-7. Like, that was my opportunity to throw the money line joke in and couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like we were expecting, not said, maybe not 78 nothing, but something along the lines of one of these Rutgers-Ohio State games where it's like 59-3 to or something like that. And it, you're right, it was a ho-hum 42-7 um, it, was it was almost kind of like that Michigan. It was like that Michigan yeah. State game last year. Uh, I remember, yes. Yeah, it was yes. a lot like that that game last year, where it was like you weren't getting annihilated, but you weren't anywhere close to to winning that game. It's like Rutgers. This game, Rutgers was Texas. What, what Texas State was to Rutgers yeah. earlier this year, where Rutgers wins that game thirty five seven, but it was like. Okay, they won 35-7. Nothing was real impressive about it. So it was in that way refreshing to not lose, you know, sixty five nothing or something like that. I can't believe we're in game 34 of the Chris Ash era and we're still sitting here saying, it's like, well, well, at least they had an 80-yard run. <laughs> at I, least it wasn't 42 nothing. Like, it's, it's frustrating that we're here, but like you said, it's more boring than anything. These games are just, they're not yeah, interesting. You, you brought, Max, you brought that up, like, just with the texting afterwards was simply, it was like, there's, there's nothing A to look forward to, but at least, at least like the really embarrassing ones are somewhat entertaining <laughs> and funny. Um, <laughs> This was, you're just sleepwalking through it. You knew that it was going to eventually expand to a humongous lead, which happened. So you can't, again, you can't take that. What is it, 59 yards passing? Was that the total? 
for this week. And so I think I, that's what it was, Mike. I, I just want everyone to know I didn't watch a single moment of this game. Um, I got a text. And you're better for it. You're better no, I don't think it. I missed anything. Like I'm, I'm completely fine with that choice. Uh, I just had one text. I think I stopped ch- checking my phone at like ah, about like 12.30 Saturday afternoon. So I got the text saying like Isaiah Pacheco, just like all caps from someone. Well, like four. It was a 3.30 game. Oh, four. Yeah, you were so used to texting us at 12.30 like, yeah. oh, Rutgers must be playing at noon and we're shocked. <laughs> whatever whatever it was. On. And I was like, should I – do I – nah, I don't care. That's it. What about – I think the only thing that we probably missed from Saturday was I would have loved to have been there for the Pacheco touchdown – to get new video of my dad. We could have probably had a way better GIF. What, that's what your brother's for. Like he like he has one job. I think his nah, brother is savvy. Yeah, he's way he's just, not media savvy. He focuses on the anger and like his attention <laughs> elsewhere where we're just thinking about stupid stuff I, and how we can entertain you're ourselves. A TV, you're a TV producer. Yeah, right. like, that's exactly. what you do. Exactly. I love that there's like someone who is an id version of you somewhere out there in the world. Like you are the more restrained health guy. Which to me sometimes seems crazy. It is fascinating to think about that. So yeah. So what was the what was the fifty nine yards there? passing and nineteen of them were from Isaiah Pacheco. That was a cool little play they ran. The, 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 it was a. Oh, um, well, did Rashino wind up being Rashi- the leading receiver? Uh, Rashino Giovanni Rashino had the most receiving <laughs> yards on the team. He caught a night. They had a little trick play. They, they what? Uh, it was a so Rashino took the snap, tossed it to Pacheco, who then threw it to uh, to um, Rashino coming around the outside, kind of like that play the Patriots tried to run in the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Uh, no one covered Rashino. It was a cool little play, uh, and yeah, Giovanni Rashino with 19 receiving yards led the team. Uh, led the team in receiving yards. So that w- that was fun. That was a fun play. Boy, it is just. Well, how much? I, w- I didn't get to go inside, like I said. So what was the crowd? A lot of blue. Split like blue. Uh, were they it, bored? I'm sure they were bored by. I, I mean, I, I guess. It, I don't the, know. Cr- the crowd was never really all that into it because it was a 42-7 game that was like just kind of a methodical. It was 21-7 at half, and then it was 28-7. It didn't really happen any kind of disastrous there, landslide. So the the crowd really, the Michigan crowd wasn't really all that into it. The Rutgers crowd was good early, uh, late first quarter, early second quarter after the run. Um, it's one of the rare times. Well, you gotta get your money's worth. It's one of the it's, it's one of the rare times in recent years where the, where it's like you know it's been a it's been a good atmosphere there. Uh, but yeah, the Michigan fans they stayed the whole time or they stayed most of the time, uh, but they weren't really that loud. I think that'll be different this weekend with Penn State because I think they they take a little bit more pride in uh, taking over the stadium than the Michigan does. But it was a, a largely Michigan crowd. I don't know what the percentages were, but it was a lot of it Michigan was people. it was actually quite subdued out in you know, we tailgated in the Scarlet Lot, our group. And uh, you know, going back to twenty fourteen, that was when both teams were mediocre, so you knew it was gonna be close. So I think there was more juice to that and a first year in the Big Ten. But it was like Michigan fans just came there to kind of just have an afternoon. They knew they were gonna win. Rutgers fans I think did the same thing. So I think that's why there was just there was no no pulse to it. But Max said this is this is different this weekend. I don't. I don't. I don't associate that much with college football fans. Yeah. It doesn't. It's just not part of my existence. Aren't Michigan fans seem like a little more dignified than so other fans? I don't know. I, the, I don't know what it is drinkers. about. I don't know what it is about Michigan, but I feel like their fans aren't going to come in and act like that. Maybe I'm wrong. So, but so, I just feel like they're better. I don't so know. I just want to say, like, for once, I'm of some value this week. I spent the weekend with Penn State fans. Um, you were scouting for us. Yeah, That's I was a good like, job by yeah, you, Mike. I was like a spy in there, double agent style. And so, someone was actually talking about this very issue, just Michigan fans, because they went to a game at the Big House and they talked about how like snooty they were, hmm. which kind of speaks to what you're saying. And so I was telling them, you know, they care only about like the Michigan game and the Ohio State game. 
and I had to remind him that Penn State was playing Rutgers. Are they team. like right. are they the Alabama fans of the North kind of? So, where it's so, like you only care about a couple games a year. You kind of have that like snobby mentality, probably drinking wine at the tailgate maybe, more or less. Maybe Michigan yeah. fans are like they're you know some other fans will throw beer at you, and Michigan fans will throw their faux intellect at you. <laughs> like it, maybe like I, that's how I view Michigan fans. I have no idea if that's true, but for some reason, I think that might that's be fair. True. I just I think it's funny. Like I was talking to the Penn State fans about it, and you know they're like playing Wisconsin and it was struggling, and they're still gonna win. And I was like, oh, you know, Penn State's playing Rutgers next week, and it was just like this level of like, oh, really? I didn't know that. And I was like, Rutgers fans think all year about betting beating Penn State. Penn State fans don't think about Rutgers at all. I don't think I don't think that's true. I don't think the real the real the real Penn State fans like for some reason I don't understand why we're in their head. I don't like they they they. They're bothered by us thinking it's a rival. I don't know what it is, but well, we have that for one. Some of we them. have that one Penn State fan who always replies at us on Twitter. But like he, you know, he seems a little crazy. But but no, but talking to my sister, <laughs> I'm not getting involved. Well, my, my my sister is a student at Penn State, and she's told me stories about how they'd be in the crowd and they'll show the scores from around the Big Ten, and all the people around her will be laughing and mocking Rutgers for whatever score they're losing by to whatever that's school like, it is. But that that's, just makes them like any other college football but, fan. But 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 but. She says it's specific to mocking Rutgers. Now, that might just be her busting on me because I go to Rutgers, she goes to Penn State. But You go to Rutgers and, still? And, oh, sorry, I went to Rutgers. Oh. But it's – and I know that's not exactly a lot of field research. But from what I can tell, I for some reason, they seem to care about us. Is that the version of, like, any press is good press? Like, again, that's, like, as bad as Rutgers is, as long as they're thinking about Rutgers. Right. Any, like, I don't know. Is that, is, that, is that a W? Any fun that we can have. In any way, where we have any kind of argument or any kind of emotion around this program at this time, is a plus. Like it, it, even this Saturday. Do you think that the Penn State fans at all have like you had mentioned a couple of weeks ago that a they were looking forward to it because of the break for students, so a ton of them are still going to probably be there. There's probably the, I mean, they're they don't have playoff implications really. I mean, like, are you going to? Since the same amount of Penn State people were going to be at this one on Saturday, I think a lot of people had already bought tickets. I guess I think, and, and even yeah. though they're only seven and three and they're only ranked number sixteen Ugh. in the country, uh, it's still it's still a good fan base. It's still and it's still an opportunity for a, a lot of the students. It's who are fun. Back it'll, home it'll, it'll be fun. It'll annoy Penn State fans if if there's and a hey, way to like get, again score a touchdown early and, and it's, the students will annoy them. It's just going to be funny. What if they win? I was thinking about this. Is, I didn't so, want to say it. Is, so two, okay. Oh, yeah, this is Max's. Yeah, two, I like two, and, two and ten and okay. a win over Penn State yeah. is better than going to the blank bowl. Like, what What? What bowl game? We, were, we brought this up in what our— What kind of season does it have to be? The international would, bowl. So you would rather go eight and four and go to, like, the, the Citrus Bowl? I don't even know if that still exists. No, I think the Citrus Bowl is, like, a real game. No, like, I would rather—I think it would be better to go two and ten and beat Penn State and then rush the field just to mock them. Uh, oh, no, there would be field rushing. There would be field rushing. There would be, then, then although, be chaos. Although a win in Happy Valley would be one of the most amazing things ever. I, okay, we're talking about beating Penn State. Yeah. Let's beat them anywhere. Let's no, no, just I'm beat just, them I, anywhere. I, I don't think, care where it is. I think, I think it's better than a seven-win season and a game in the International Bowl. Okay. I think eight wins might be pushing it. 2012, yeah. okay. The Virginia Tech The Virginia Bowl Tech game. Bowl. Now, obviously how that season played out where they okay. were a win away from being in the Orange Bowl, right. that's not better. But if I just give you at the beginning of the year – Nine and three, Russell Athletic Bowl, or right. two and ten, and you beat Penn well, State. Well, okay, but what about oh, so what about you just do twenty fourteen, <coughs> the first year in the Big Ten, where you had the, the the eight wins 
and you take all those away, take the Michigan win away, substitute it with a Penn State. I mean, win. I'd rather have just the Michigan win and go to the bowl game. I'm just curious, but that, but that wasn't a real Michigan team, and we're not really. Still, they, I, I mean, mean this won't be like a real the, Penn State team. Take out what happened that year. You're just because we're speaking in in theoretical okay. circumstance. I think I don't know. I think seven and above. I take those wins. Anything but that, a win over Penn State. I would eat them alive for years. That's for, my for, point. For That's what it is. I, 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 I have been telling my sister, it, it, this has to happen once. Over, right? the next, over the next 20, 25, 30, it just has to happen once. We want it to happen more, but it really just has to happen once. I told her she'd have to get a new phone. <laughs> she'd have to get a new phone number you know and what? not tell me what it is because it would just be over. Like, the funny thing is, I think if it was last year's level of Rutgers bad against this year's Penn State team after watching them against Wisconsin, I think it would have been possible. I don't think this year's team is actually much worse than last year's team. You know, uh, I think that I think last year's team got some lucky breaks with playing Illinois and playing some a down Maryland team. Like I, I think that I don't think this team is much worse than last year. I really don't. Do you know that right now? Where is it? Entering uh, or this year so far, Rutgers is the only Power Five team to not score twenty points in a game against another Power Five opponent. What, is, how much fun would it be if, if we had one of those bad Texas Tech teams? We're like, I would we're, take that. Where they're three and nine and they're losing every game, oh sixty-six God. to forty. Awesome. Like, oh my, that would just I mean, those those games would be like four and a half hours long. But oh, I would take. I would take that. Give, give me, give me, give me two and ten, one and eleven. But you're just going up and down the field. All so the time. so noon game this week for Penn State, which I, that's what I was rooting for all along because I don't need to be there all day and be in misery. So uh, Max will be there. Yep. I will be there. Mike, are you going? I've got a good reason not to go. You've got an excuse. I've got an excuse. Is Wait. it isn't it a, a approved excuse? Well, that's that's for Barb to decide. So do we want to kind of discuss who Barb is? If, for yeah, we should. Not. We should kind of bring this back up. So a couple of uh, episodes ago, I kind of had found a tweet out there from a Rutgers fan. Happened to be named uh, Barb. Basically saying early on, we know the season's bad. Rutgers fans, you still have no excuse if you're a season ticket holder to not go to the Penn State game. That's where the three of us who were just morons and like to have fun started poking. It somehow like got into this serious thing where we agreed that we were going to come up with a list for Barb of excuses of fans, why they don't have to go to the game on Saturday against Penn State. She will approve them. And I think her quote was, if it was not approved by her and you can't go, you are dead to her. Okay. I, I, so I thought, I had, a lot is riding on this for Mike, because right. if, if that uh, excuse is not uh, approved by Barb, you are dead to her. Oh, This person God. that you didn't know before, but yeah. you'd be dead I didn't to know her. I was alive to her. Right, right. But now like, I could die. This is like the, the Twitter person where like where they make fun of you, Mike. And like that hurts more than somebody you know saying something nice <laughs> online. The fact that somebody out there like could possibly hate you, that even though you don't know them, that, that will hurt you deep down. We'll see how much Barb's Barb's hurt. Should we get her on? Should we talk to Barb? I think we should. Let's go. Let's, let's, get, let's, let's, get, get, let's get her on the Let's the Let's get this. Let's go. Okay. So we've teased it enough. We have been talking about this segment for the last few weeks. Honestly, it's probably the only thing to look forward to this week against Penn State. Uh, <laughs> we have the famous Barb on the line with us now, ready to, uh, to weigh judgment on our reasons for not being at the Penn State game. I guess my reasons for not being at the Penn State game. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have to have you tell her why you won't go in a second and, and see whether that's approved or not. So, <laughs> this, 
actually started out kind of as a as a joke at first when I saw your tweet um, about basically after season ticket holders saying it's not a great year, but this is like the one game where you have to go to. Has your mind changed at all with everything that's gone on this year? Penn State this week. Are Rutgers fans, season ticket holders who don't go, still going to be dead to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely even more so after the Michigan game, 100%. Wow, so, after, after so. Even after Michigan. So 42-7 loss this year obviously has gone horribly wrong. Yes. Why, why, would you, why should Rutgers fans go on Saturday? Well, I get it. Not... You know, it's not lost on me. This is a really hard year. A lot of people have issues with coaching. Um, they're like, why should I keep spending money? Why should I keep going? Um, they're completely disgusted. And, and I understand. But for me, I just feel like as a fan, personally, my family has had tickets really, I mean, since this stadium opened and even in the old stadium, We've always sat in the same section. We've seen people come and go. We've seen people there for the terrible years. We've seen people running on the field when, you know, they beat Louisville. We've seen people running on the field when we beat Michigan a few years ago. Um, so I just feel like that if you're going to be sporting your Rutgers gear and you're going to be there when it's great, that maybe you a little something back just to support the team when times aren't great. That's number one. And number two is, you know, we met a lot of these kids, the players, the team. Um, so regardless of what anybody has to say, I think that the team has a lot of heart. I think they're doing the best that they can. And giving up your seats and letting team, uh, letting fans from the opposing team come in and take our stadium, it gets rude. We sit way behind the team. So, Barb, so Penn State this weekend, um, first off, I saw the picture of the tailgate food, the spread for Michigan. <laughs> Enticed me enough to basically want to come over there, get some food. Uh, what do we got on the menu this weekend for yeah. Penn State? Okay, so... I'm actually traveling this week, so it's going to be hard, but it's going to be the same menu. We do the same thing every week. We usually do Bloody Mary bar and pepperoni rolls. So I make Ooh. pepperoni rolls from scratch every week, wow. and everybody loves them. They are known throughout the whole white lot. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> well, yeah, this might get me to the game. I was not inside say. the stadium, but like to the star line, <laughs> to the white line. <laughs> to if, the tailgate. If we can get Mike to the tailgate, that's that's a start. So Mike, uh, we'll we'll get the excuses going here. So again, the way this is going to work is we're just going to rattle off a bunch of excuses for Rutgers fans to miss the Penn State game, and you have to approve or not approve the excuse. Um, and we'll see if we can come up with our a top four list and let the listeners decide which one is the best one. But we should start with Mike because Mike will actually not be at the game this weekend. So, Mike, the floor is yours. Why are you not going? What is your excuse to Barb? So I can't go because I'm going to be on a flight coming back from New Orleans. Is that valid? Ooh, okay. So there's a technicality on travel. Because you might have planned your trip without knowing. 
So I would need more information. There is a travel technicality. Okay. I'm going to say yes, because right. I don't know the whole story. What if, all right, so this is the backstory. I planned it specifically to miss the game. <laughs> <laughs> then no, no, that is not valid. Unfortunately, somehow Mike Mike's a good person and still needs to work for a living, so that's why he's he's going to be on a flight. For what this. time is your flight? Yeah, uh, I think it's a uh, two something. You should you should get an early one. Get the uh, get the you know the morning the six a.m. flight. <laughs> yeah, morning. change your yeah. That's not body approved. Then you guys like yeah, you're. I think your employer can maybe I'll, swing. I'll it. think about this. I'll think about. <laughs> this. All right, so we may, we might get Mike there. So it's time, Barb, to just rattle off a bunch of excuses that uh that we've come up with we actually we did shockingly i guess there are people that really listen and sent in their own and then we have some um from us here so um i'll get started with one that came in from a listener that said i have an appointment to get buried alive on saturdays <laughs> yes or no 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 no, no. <laughs> push it off till sunday not approved he should get buried alive with any chance of ever attending a Rutgers game ever again, then he's out. <laughs> All right. So buried alive is out. Max, you have out. one for, for Barb? Um, I plan on drinking so much Paterno legacy beer that I'm unable to be held accountable for my actions. <laughs> okay. So that's a tough one. Sometimes people drink too much in the parking lot. It affects getting into the game. But if you're pre-planning it, I'm going to say no, not an excuse. By the way, that that is a real beer from Penn State. There is a Paterno Legacy beer. Really? I'm not even kidding you. Like that I, wasn't even made up. I know they have an ice cream named after. No, no, no. That's <laughs> Creamery. No, there is a legit like the Paterno Legacy beer. Hence the joke. I'm you know unable I, to be accountable. I will for my say actions. when I was at in State College, I had the I, had, I went to the Creamery. The cream, it was, it was really good. It's, it was it's really awesome. Good. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Okay, so uh, paternal beer that is that's a that's a no, Barb. You got to get that's a no a no go on the okay. paternal beer. All right, what okay. do we got, Mike? Uh, I was gonna go, but I hit traffic at the George Washington Bridge. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> 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 now that's highly likely that can happen, but again, no, you should have planned ahead. Any New Jersey person, any person coming from out of state knows what can happen to you on the George Washington Bridge. This the answer is, is why, no. This is why Mike needs to be friends with Chris Christie. <laughs> yeah. You know what can happen. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm too busy to go to the game because I'm making my bring back Shiano sign. <laughs> yeah, Shiano's not coming back. But, yeah, <laughs> but, that's maybe, the but maybe my sign is really pretty and really influential. I, I could be a little bit artistic. Um, I have a hot glue gun. I can help you on Friday night and we can make it together and I'll make sure you get to the game Saturday morning. Let's bedazzle the shit out of a bridge. We will bedazzle it with glitter. Oh my God. Okay. No on the Seattle side. All right, Max. Um, I will not be attending the Penn State game because I can sell my tickets for an enormous profit to Penn State fans. And I like money. Okay. So I get it. I hear you. And that's true. And I know that's true for a fact, but I think that if that's what you're going to do, you should take that money then and donate it to, say, like the Eric Legrand Foundation or a foundation for the kid who sadly passed away and he made it to every game. So, you know, if you're not going to come because you want to turn a profit and you want to give the tickets to Penn State people who are going to stand there and give us all a hard time, then either take the money and put it to good use or, you know, I don't know, find find another way to make the money. 
Just don't that, go. Flush the tickets in the toilet. That, <laughs> that kind of sounds like a thumbs up, though, because if you're um, it, the 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 caveat there is you have to put the money to good use in how kind of you want to back to the school in some capacity or to a good cause. That sounds like yeah. a thumbs up, though, right? Yeah. If if people. you're gonna give it to a good cause, then then I'll say yes because you probably could do something constructive with the money, but don't forget that everybody who pays good money for those tickets all year round, who supports the team, they're going to stand there and get tortured by these people. And maybe this is a new potential revenue stream for the Rutgers athletic department. Just not selling their thing. tickets yeah. at an upcharge. Right, well, the, the Mr. Hey, Marketer. Gotta raise money wherever they can. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we're onto something. <laughs> So, Barb, I, I can't go because um, I'm busy Saturday afternoon. I'm fundraising for Chris Ash's buyout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have any comment on that. <laughs> that's a maybe. I, I don't, that's a maybe. I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert <laughs> in that area. So I, I am going to say no. You could do that on Sunday. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go with I have an appointment with an anesthesiologist to put me to sleep because I feel like I'm going to fall asleep at the game. <laughs> um, yeah, no, then there, if you go to the game with the right people and you tailgated maybe with myself and my friends and family before, I think you'd have a great time. There'd be no way you'd be falling asleep. You'd, that bloody, you'd that be bloody enjoying Mary bar made put me to sleep. Yeah. I need to know more about this bloody Mary. Yeah. The bloody Mary bar is fabulous. And I think that you guys should come and experience it. I like it. I like it, Max. You have, you have a, yeah, another it, excuse. It's really cold. It's late November, and it's 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 yeah. it's, it's very very cold. And I do not like sitting out in the cold. And I, I for a team that has performed the way it has, I I want to maybe send a message that this is unacceptable. So I don't want to go. I don't want to. I hear you. I know it's cold, um, but it's going to be nicer than last weekend. I don't think it's supposed to rain. You can dress warm. There's no bad weather, only bad gear. And we're going <laughs> to have so much fun at the game that you're going to want to go out with us after. It's going to be a whole day thing. So I think that you should just suck it up and wear a warm coat. I think I'd be all for this if they allowed re-entry and we can go back to Barb's Terrigate <laughs> tailgate at halftime, like Bloody Mary at halftime back in. I think that would be a way to get more fans yeah, to go out to the uh, game. I know, I, like I know, with security idea. reasons, it's hard to do re-entry, but if they could find a way, that would be again another way to maybe get some more fans in, where you can go out, you can kind of come in and Half out. Time break. Yeah, yeah. there should be a one in eleven asterisk to that rule. <laughs> <laughs> if you go into that, that your, one of your last home games with yeah. one win, you are allowed to go so, out and then come back. Or in. they just have like an IV full of whiskey in the concourse, like, <laughs> yeah, just, just for yeah, to, to not, to, so you don't have to go back out to the parking lot. <laughs> Uh, for safety reasons. For our safety. Yeah, for our safety. Mike, what do you got? Uh, well, Barb, I was going to go, but I just found out I have 24 hours to live. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> in that case, I'm not going to judge. You said it however you want. Although I would make sure that at least a few of those hours, you'd be having a great time. How much, how much time do I have to have to live where you're saying, no, you have to go to the game? Like, if it's a week, if I have a week to live, do I, do I still have to go to the game? Like, how much time do I have to live before you're like, okay, like, you still have to go to the game? Okay, so it's interesting that you said that because one of my excuses that you were allowed to skip the game was childbirth. And I'm like, okay, well, how, was it a week, a month? I'm going to say a month. If you have a month to live, you still have to go to the game. All right, so, all right, so Barb, I got, I got 
one more for me. Maybe Mike and Max each have one more. Um, well, this was a good one that somebody had had sent to us. Um, I can't go to the game Saturday because I have to get all my meals in at Chick-fil-A because they're closed on Sundays. <laughs> um, I've just discovered Chick-fil-A myself. I've never had it before. I have had it now once two weeks ago, and it's very delicious. Um, I get it. I understand. But, like, you can have your Chick-fil-A on Friday, and you can go to the game and then go have stuff your face, which is way better than Chick-fil-A. I, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. I was about to say maybe we could have a potential sponsor, but yeah. after, after <laughs> yeah. trash Chick-fil-A, I guess we can't really do that. Well, she didn't say she likes it. It's just Oh, it's, it's awesome. Right. I just I never had it. Uh, a tailgate, a tailgate <laughs> sponsored by Chick Fil A. Now that now yeah. we're on to something. Uh, Bart, what was the last Rutgers home game that you missed? Um. Okay. Great question. Um. I missed last year. I missed the Purdue game because one of my best friends got married to an Ohio State guy. Um. A huge Ohio State fan who we met when we were studying abroad. Um, at Rutgers mm. and they had a big Rutgers Ohio State wedding so that's the last home game that I missed and I was in the wedding and I had no choice I had to be there what what is a big Rutgers like I imagine like that means the Ohio State part of the like, Do- dominates everything of the part of the wedding. <laughs> well, like they, you know you sort of <laughs> yeah they tried they tried yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just gonna make the joke. What a nut the guy sounds like. But Mike well, well, jumped in there on that. So my dad joke sucked on that one. Okay. So <laughs> I think we gave you pretty much all the the list that we had. So the one thing that you had homework wise was to come up with your own approved list uh, for us. So do you do you have a few of the ones that will be approved for yes. Rutgers fans if they can't make the Penn State game? What do you got? Okay. So. And we kind of touched on two of them, but number one is childbirth. You have given birth, you yourself have given birth within the past month. We'll give you a month on that. So if I, as a, as a father, I'm, I'm still expected to come to leave my yes. wife with her newborn. <laughs> you are, yeah. Okay, just making sure. She would want that. <laughs> See ya, if honey. He's a true Rutgers Lucks fan, she that. Yeah, get your kid those big head, you know, those big headphones. You know, when kids look adorable yeah. when they have the big headphones on. I'm pretty on sure the they'll call like Dyfus on me if I bring my child to a Rutgers football game. <laughs> 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 All right, so childbirth is one of them. What do we got next? Yeah. Um, number two is the travel clause because I travel a lot for work. Sometimes Fair. I have to come home on the Friday before a game. Like this week, I'm trying my best to make sure, well, I can't really try my best, but I scheduled the flight, so I'm gonna come in at five o'clock, and if there's any weather or anything that happens, I'll still have some time. Like, I won't get, if a flight delay won't ruin me for the weekend, Um, but sometimes you get stuck. There's snow, there's a natural something that happens, and, you know, your flight gets canceled or delayed, and, and there's nothing you can do about it. So travel is number two, work travel. Gotta say, it would be pretty ironic if you missed this week because of something. I know, I know. I've been thinking about that. <laughs> no, no pressure. The legitimate, the, the real are you screw right there. For, I know. You know, was... you know, you know Laura, how far of a drive is it in Florida? About 22 yeah, hours? You, can you might be able to yeah. hop in the car, you know? <laughs> I'm watching the weather. <laughs> All right, what's the next reason? Um, and so I only have three. Okay. Three would be something that is either immediate family 
member related like and i'm i'm sicilian so i don't like to wish anything i'm very superstitious but if there's anything any kind of sickness or any a major happening with your mother your father or your children all right that's fair that's 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 a serious side of it i i so basically basically barb has three approved reasons pretty much anything else you better be there (laughs) absolutely was there anything else barb that made your list or was that it the wedding is the way that's really it i mean i that's it oh yeah i guess the wedding but i yeah if you had no control i had no control over the date so I had to go. If you're in a wedding, then that'll be number four. Mike's wedding here was during a Rutgers game. It was like it was one of those Morgan State kind yeah. of games, so it doesn't it's really not a count. Game that count but yet. yeah, it, it it was during a Rutgers game. Yeah, and for us, because it was an Ohio State game, it actually gave us a chance to do like positive uh, Big Ten relations. We let them do their whole Ohio dance, and we were partying with them, and we made friends, and they actually ended up leaving saying how nice. New Jersey was. They loved it and they had a really great time. So it was kind of fun to show them a good time in a non confrontational setting. <laughs> Most people leave New Jersey happy when they play Rutgers recently. So I <laughs> give them Come on. You, you could say it. Hang on, Sloopy is a horrendously stupid song. It's really bad, but yeah. <laughs> yes. who am I to judge? That's- <laughs> and it is basically the version like like Country Road used to suck in the biggie side of things. Like Hang on, Sloopy is just. I like dumb- Country Roads. I know I, I kind of like it too. I'm just it kind of like it gives you that uh feeling as a Rutgers fan. I don't know, hang on, Sloop. I, I went out to that Ohio State game the first time we played. I'm You've not got a different baggage than Mike and I have. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I'm scarred for life. I'm more Barb. I'm along the the lines with you. I I will be there Saturday just because like the the torture. I'm I'm cool with it by now. Like I've I've been through it all. Um, but yeah, I guess I mean this this is pretty good. I think we'll some some good some legit excuses on your end. Um, Max somehow got like the thumbs up there. Did we get the the four? Can you can you pick out of the the bullshit that we gave you? Is there like four <laughs> that stand out that we can kind of put up for a Twitter poll and see which one our fans would pick number one? And then what we'll do is that will move on to your list with the actual real excuses. So we'll get basically yeah. a top five. This is very complicated. Four for you, <laughs> for us, and obviously ours will probably this not is a be math test now. So. Do I ha- do I have to do that right now, or can I can I come back to you with it? We'll come back. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it out. All like spur of the moment. Off, off. Yeah, yeah. the producer in, in us here. We will go off air, and we'll text you ours. You okay. will back to us, and we'll put it up on the uh, uh, on the yeah, poll for yeah, everybody, and we'll get it done that way. Yeah, I like it's that. kind of like a it's like a stay tuned kind of thing, like right. for an off podcast. Like information, yeah, yes. that's good. I like that. I like that. Okay, that that works. So, Bar, we really appreciate it. This was fun, and I guess uh, myself and maybe Max, uh, Mike, maybe we're gonna try and get his flight switched. Listen, this yes, is change your flights. <laughs> what time? What time what do you guys get bar. there to the to the White Lot typically? Um, for the noon games, uh, or. Noon. All right. Usually there. When are we getting there? Let's let's judge the fandom. When are we getting I there? I want on a Saturday? photo on Twitter of you guys all drinking Bloody Marys. <laughs> oh, definitely. Okay, we're usually there by nine a.m. or so. It's not, not really advisable for us to be out there for much much longer than three hours. It's you, not a good idea. Do you go fresh Bloody Mary or like the mix? Both. We oh, have wow. everything. Um, it's a bar, Mike. You have to have. Different- yeah, we oh, have shit. a pretty Some big people- selection. And we have food for before the game and after the game because we stay till the end of the game. 
Oh. You poor soul. <laughs> Say, I might secede from Adam's family's tailgate for years. Now, in all fairness, I'm with the, again, that is the way to go. We got into that habit of post-game tailgates bar mainly because of the fact they were good and you would have to stay the whole game and there'd be traffic. Like people don't realize that there were traffic post-game. Oh, yeah. Like you would just have to occupy your time. Now I don't think we've had any kind of issue with, with that the last couple of years. But I, I I salute you for that. That's that's being a true fan there. And I'm also going to say this before I go, that my parents are 87 years old. My dad still takes classes at Rutgers. My mom worked at Rutgers for over 20 years, which is how we paid for my tuition. <laughs> and they're at every game till the end, too. So. Oh, I forgot. How could I? Oh, my God. I, shouts I, to her parents. Well, shouts to her parents. 87-year-old father, he's not still going to school. Like He did get his degree, right? Because that'd be a pretty long time in college. <laughs> he's and that's he's all... the auditor guy. He's the uh, okay. older gentleman I, you, you know, sit like, in class with. Yeah, I was like, your dad's basically Van Wilder because that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see an RU screw situation where they just refuse to give you the credits and right. you go to school forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, administrative errors. Sorry. I, I can't believe too many parking tickets. <laughs> we, we forgot this, the last one. Uh, I think we all agree this is a horrendous excuse to miss the game. If you're a Rutgers fan, would you choose Rutgers Penn State or a high school group one soccer match? <laughs> uh Rutgers, Penn State, you have to go represent, even though it's painful. Yeah. Even if you're playing that soccer you, match. You, you, heard, you heard it, listen, that listeners. That you have now, you have to stop listening to the Scarlet Spotlight podcast because of that. So, whoops. What? I'm dead. Just there's some, wow. in, some inside information and Barb wow. decided to, that is a no. A no-go on that. So, I listen, other podcasts could do what they want. Their, fa- their fandom needs to be challenged a little bit. Barb, you you were awesome. Thanks for joining Thank us. We'll, Thanks, we'll, guys. We'll Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. All right, so that was Barb. And uh, I got to say, I think a few of those were good enough to make the list. Yeah, I thought they were pretty humorous. I guess I should have probably expanded more on the fact when I made the joke I about I think that's the one that's not good enough to make the list. The, that's not a good enough this, excuse. This is the high school soccer one. Yeah, I was just poking fun at uh, Danny Breslauer, our, our good buddy, at the Scarlet Spotlight. Because I guess by the time you're listening to this, if it's at the end of the week, maybe we've pressured him into going to the Penn State game. But I guess Highland Park, big powerhouse in Group 1 of uh, New Jersey soccer. Two straight uh, Central uh, Group 1 titles. Right, something like that. So I guess they're, they could have some type of championship game and whatever, you know, division of some championship of another right. in, in the way New Jersey high school I, I works. See, I, I think that might be an, a, a valid excuse. I mean, it's, it's, he, he played there. He's into it. And I think that might be a valid yeah, excuse. I could, I, we can let that. Slide. As long as he doesn't sell the ticket. He's not, and we know he's not going to sell the tickets, yeah. right? Like, I think, I think with more background, Barb might've been okay with that. Okay. Having gone to the school and they're farther than they've ever been, or at least they're as far as they were last year. I, I think that might be valid. We'll set it up. We'll have Danny maybe has to do a little talking with Barb. Smooth things over. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that going. She, he'll have to invite her to his high school soccer tailgate to make up for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Provide the, his own Bloody Mary bar. Uh, It'll be great. What the hell's the spread, by the way, for this week? We never looked that up. Uh, I did. Oh, we did. 27. That's right. Penn State minus 27 and a half. I wow. guess I didn't have to say Penn State minus 27 and a half. I could have just said 27 and a half and you would have known who it was in favor of. But it's 27 and a half. What are we got? A three spread losing streak yeah, right now? We're six now. Yeah, because we keep betting against Rutgers and they keep covering. Uh, they it. covered against Northwestern, Wisconsin, and Michigan. So, all right. I'll go first. And here's why. You're the <laughs> scout this week. I'm the scout. I get to play the max role here. Uh, I watched them against Wisconsin. 
I was really not impressed. They turned the ball over a lot. Uh, Trace McSorley, McSorley got hurt a few times, and their backup apparently just doesn't pass the ball at all. He's a runner. Um, they did not look impressive against Wisconsin, and for some reason, Rutgers has been not miserable the last few weeks. Like, they've turned a corner of going from, like, atrocious bad to just plain, like, okay bad, and that's good enough to cover every week now. So I, I think with 27-point spread, I... I don't want to do this, but I want to take Rutgers. All right, you're taking them. I I feel so bad. I, I like your point, fine, in that they've been they were horrendously bad at some points. Now they're kind of just really bad. Sometimes they get you to cover. Again, I see no way that the offense will put up more than again a fluke touchdown <laughs> and a field goal. I still think I I, I think Penn State covers here. Um, but you I'll, picked, I'll you picked Rutgers last week, right? Uh, no, I picked. We all it was three yeah, three zero. We all thought that Michigan would cover. I know you picked Wisconsin. Uh, the other the, the two weeks before that, where you guys didn't listen to me, I did get yeah, that. Yeah, you right. picked Rutgers again. Uh, but I will. I, I think I'm taking Penn State here. I think they'll cover the the twenty seven. Okay. I I'm not sure. Um, I like Mike. I didn't see the game last week, but I've seen Penn State a few times this year. Uh, Mike just handed Adam ten dollars. <laughs> I finally got paid for that. Uh, uh, Mike at, bet. Yeah, Mike owed Adam ten dollars from this one Wisconsin game. <laughs> He's not going to Venmo uh, you. Adam took Rutgers. Um, and Mike took uh, took Wisconsin in that one, but I'm not really sure. I, I don't. I haven't come away all that impressed with Penn State, and I have. I think the last time I picked Rutgers against the spread was against Kansas, and <laughs> that we, turned we, we out. Know, we know how that turned out. I'm gonna take Rutgers this week. Wow! I'm gonna go Rutgers yeah, plus twenty weird. plus twenty seven and a half. So I weird. I think it could be one of those games, sort of like last week, where they're not really in the game, but maybe they only lose 28-10. to 10. Because this Penn State offense, they, without Saquon Barkley, they lost some offensive linemen. Yeah. They're, not, they're not explosive. They're not making the big plays that they have in the past. Like, their athletes are still better than Rutgers. They're still, obviously, a better team than Rutgers. This isn't a bad Penn State team. They're 7-3. and three. They're the 16th-ranked team in the country. But I do think that 27.5 is a little bit high, and I do think that Rutgers will cover this week. I'm not really that strong on that, but I will take Rutgers plus 27 and a half as we are four and six on the, we had a hot start. Yeah. Oh, I think we started so three and one <clears throat> and we are now, or three and oh, maybe even. We were three and oh. No, no, we, we didn't take Kansas. We, we, we lost Kansas. Oh. We were three and one uh, to start the year. That was week. tough to see coming. In all, in it all was. Well, well, remember, remember, I just kept saying over and over again, they're better than Kansas, right? And uh, they weren't. Um, and I'm going to go with Rutgers plus 27 and a half. I'm doing it this week. I, I totally see like a thirty-one. They're pretty to seven much. Loss. They're pretty much the same team. Both both lost forty-two seven to Michigan. Yeah, they're either on. Yeah, Rutgers is playing up to the level of Penn State. <laughs> I didn't make someone tweeted that out. Yeah, I that, that, was, that, that yeah, was. I stole that. That was pretty. But you know what? It's the same thing where this team has just been boring. Hopefully, they can be a little bit more entertaining on Saturday. But speaking of entertaining sports. How about the basketball team? That's a fucking transition right there. That is. Right. I didn't see that coming. No, that was pro. I like that. No, this is. Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm not surprised, I guess, that we are a couple weeks into November and we're, we're, we were begging for Rutgers basketball. The surprising thing is that I thought that after a couple games we were going to be able to make fun of Rutgers basketball kind of in a similar, similar way to the last couple of years. I figured they would win the first two games. This is bad for like optimistic Adam. Oh, I, I am I, get, I am sucked in. It is over. Okay, it's over. I am not <laughs> saying you you shouldn't be optimistic. Right, that is not what I'm saying at all. 
here's my thing, right? And it's, it goes along with what I've been saying about the football program, where it's just been uninteresting for a while. If they play like this, I went to the FDU game. I didn't see any of the Drexel game because I, I, I like Rutgers Because we shouldn't have to pay for BTM Plus. But it's not that. Why. It's 3 o'clock on an NFL Sunday. I, I love you. asshole was actually calling the game on Sunday. <laughs> I, 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 I love Rutgers basketball, but I'm not. 3 p.m. on NFL Sunday, I, I'm, not, I'm not monitoring that game. I went to the FDU game, and the defense is bad. They can't really guard anybody. But if they're going to play this way on offense, if they're going to jack up this many threes, and if they're going to push oh, the pace, so fun. give me this entertaining style of basketball. Take this to the Big Ten. Because the Big Ten is these garbage slog 57-54 games that I hate. Rutgers, if they can go into the Big Ten, I don't care if they win four Big Ten games. I don't care if they're terrible. Give me this interesting brand of basketball because sign me up for Steve Peichel then if this is the way they're going to play. Yeah, Again, they're not going to make all these shots. They're making an insane amount of their threes. They're, they're not well, going to score 90 They're again? not going to score 90 a game this season. How are they 90 points per game and 119th in offensive rating? Because I, there's the first couple games of the season, you just have some really and they, lopsided games. Right, and look, Drexel and FDU appear to be very bad teams. Yes. I don't know if you should be optimistic about how good the team will be, but you should be really <laughs> optimistic. I, I'm going to come out and say it. If they just go out and play like this, it's easily, by far, the most entertaining Rutgers basketball team since 05-06. All they have to do, they don't have to win. They just have to be interesting. Can I just read this text from Max today at 145 that was in our text chain, but I think applies to all the Rutgers basketball fans who are you know in it right now? Max had been silent about the, about that win over Drexel. <laughs> not like not silent, just we, not paying we had, attention. We had radio silence, not paying attention. <laughs> and so, explaining his silence, he says, "You've been dedicated to this morbid program for your entire life, and deserve to have your mind travel to insane places after two games." Let, let me tell you something. That's the tagline. If they somehow find a way to win on Friday, <laughs> our minds are going. We're looking up first round tourney sites if you're a dedicated Rutgers fan, because that's that is a type of crazy shit that we're going to start thinking of, and it's. We're going to talk ourselves into it. Do you want to? Stay? You're going to. I'm not going to. Do you want to? Stay? Right, the, the crazy right, Rutgers yeah. fan. Do you want to stay East Coast for the first round? Or do you want to go to like West? Spokane. It's we're going to Spokane. Oh, Spokane. It's, we're yeah. going to Spokane. I don't know. I don't know where. Well, I, I want West Coast. Beggars can't be choosers, right I now. Think I, I think I'd want California. Twenty-eight CD. years, and we'll. I'll take. I'll go anywhere you want to go for a first round game <laughs> if they ever get. The, that they'll bring point. back the Great Alaska Shootout. Yeah, and they'll they'll play it in the tournament I, for some reason. It, like Max said, <laughs> it's just it. It is – you're so much happier watching offense at least. Like, again, I don't – most of college basketball has some bad defense in it. Like there, it's just – that's the, the the talent level. I don't I don't care. Let, let's throw some shit up there. Make well, some threes and let's yeah, – A lot, a lot that's what we've been saying. A lot of what you have in college basketball is low scoring, bad offense, bad shooting that people love to tell you is good defense yes, but is really just really bad basketball. And this could be a different brand of bad basketball because, again, they can't guard – anybody but like it's the it, good kind but it, right like fdu if they could shoot they might have actually won that game and scored in the high 90s because they weren't defending anybody i didn't see the drexel game but i also heard the defense was very bad but i said this on the text chain earlier as uh as someone was was worried about the team's defensive rating i or defensive rebounding i don't give a bleep about <laughs> defensive rebounding if they're putting up this many threes and running up and down the floor and i will i will say this i like this about steve peichel what, what he's done the first couple of games 
and I've kind of wondered why coaches don't do this more often. It's kind of cycling out players in and out a yeah, lot more often. Like I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if it's because it's early in the season, the conditioning isn't up. But I like, I've always thought a coach should try this, where you tell your guys go yeah. out there, give a lot of effort for two minutes, and then we'll just rotate it back out because they have a lot of really long players, and they seem to have players who are also very versatile. So if they're going to keep doing this, where they're going to push the, please, please keep pushing the pace, make this entertaining because I still, I still don't think they're going to be good. I still don't think like I I don't really have any reason to believe that they're going to win more than four or five Big Ten games. Hopefully they'll surprise me. But just be entertaining. Keep playing this brand of basketball. Don't delve back into handing the ball off around the perimeter and the high screen uh, from from Mamadou Dukor. Uh, keep why, why doing do we have this. To take it? You could have just left this. I know, I but know. just keep. I just it's keep like going. Your, this is like your reversion to the mean. Because like, I'm not going to be Charlie Brown. I am not going to kick that football until they show me on a consistent this is, basis. No, but this week was just going to be that no, that no. run up to the football no. where you don't know yet. You're going to miss it. You're like, ah, no, maybe fine, I got it this fine. time. Fine. I'm not. I'm trying not to be a cynic. You got to admit one thing. So far, Eugene Omarui has looked really, okay. really good. Here's my thing about Eugene. I know it's two games. Here's my thing about Eugene Omarui. I didn't see the game on Sunday. I was at the game on Friday. That guy makes a lot of spectacular plays, and he also makes a lot of plays where it's just like, what the bleep are you doing? And he does I'll it. I'll take it. He do, I'll, take I'll take it, it too. It. He is an incredibly athletic player, and I, I've said this before. He is really good at basketball. He, it shows how great of an athlete he is, considering he hasn't been playing basketball for that long, and you can see you can see in the way he plays that he doesn't... There are a lot of things about basketball he doesn't seem to get, but he is he's a very talented player, and he's a lot of fun. He's fun he in did, both the bad and the good. He did say he, he swore that he was going to work on a shot and develop a three-pointer. He's six of seven. I mean, that is... <laughs> I know I'm not expecting that, but national there, player of the year. There is something there to Zion. be said for for like we hear talk all the time about these teams at Rutgers. Like here's what they did in the offseason. Here's what you're supposed to see improvement wise. Like I know it's just two games in, but that like we actually with our eyes have finally seen some improvement in certain areas. Like to me, there is a play where in the Drexel game, and it also happened in the FDU game, Max, a couple times, where Geo's running point, they're on a fast break. It's a great kick out to, like, the three-point area. Ron Harper Jr. at times has looked really smooth. Just catch the ball, shoot. Like He's a good shooter. Eugene uh, 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 Cham the other day. Again, I would have never dreamed last year that he would be able to pump fake from three drive into the lane and dish it for like an actual basket <laughs> right. with somebody cutting. That would have never happened last my year. My initial thought whenever Issa Chom tries to do anything is please don't. But just he, stand in the corner and take your threes. But but like I but like again, I was as surprised as anybody, but the fact that he was able to just actually do, do something, it. like I I was taken away. Also, how about Miles Johnson? He can pass. I like him, man. Like he he he's a he's gonna be an interesting player. He's not like he he takes a lot of risks and he he's kind of. I haven't seen you this excited about football at all. Here, two games is the Rutgers basketball season. You because are just they're like running rabid. up and down the floor. I'm not rabid. They will I'm, be. I'm optimistic about them being interesting. You're yeah. like Danny White, right? No, now. I'm not. I'm not optimistic about them being good. I'm optimistic about them being interesting. Well, this this game, the, the St. John's game, is gonna show a lot because they've got two amazing players uh, that are going to average somewhere between 20 and 25 probably a game this year at the guard spot. What's the spread on that? And it's... Are we going to do basketball spread? I'm just saying, no, what's the spread on that? I can't pick basketball games, but I, this I'm so interested to see this game. 
I think it'll be a fun atmosphere. It's a Friday night. It's not a Sunday game. So I think you'll actually get a good crowd. It'll be fun. There'll be some buzz to it. If they And Max, here's the other thing too. Like I know we always made fun of them. Oh, they're down eight. Typical Rutgers at this point. Like, But when you're down eight and you actually could shoot threes, that does change okay. everything. I, and there were some points last year where come back against Michigan State and Purdue where the rack was ready to explode off. They just needed the three, and they didn't have that I, guy to do that. I don't know if they can shoot better from three, shoot shoot well from three. I don't they're know. I, I, no, that's what, that's what I was going to say. I don't know if these guys are good shooters. I don't. Obviously, they're not going to keep up this pace, but they're shooting them. We saw so many games where they just weren't yeah. putting them up. That's the first step. That's like, the first honestly. step. Put them up, yeah. Rack's going to be fun. I, I really... Yeah. I I'm, I'm going to go. That style, I, I, I'm going to find a way to go. I that, don't have to take it yet, tickets yet, but I'm going to find a way. That style of play lends itself to, uh, again, but you don't a, have a Quincy Doobie that's just no. going to drain it from 35, but you do have some guys so far, it seems that, again, when you need that long-range shot, it's it's been there. I, again, they're... You could not be happier right now if you're a Rutgers basketball fan. I, you're just nitpicking at this point if you want to just rail on the defense or rail on a couple things personnel-wise. So far, so good. It's two games in, and we all know that. But it's been a long time since you've had anything to there really were, be optimistic like, about. How many times, Max, two games in where you you were able to pick out every flaw and there were so many more flaws well, and positives? It's it, just I pointed this out after the game. Case. It was nice not to win this FDU game 66-51, which is like the game we've been watching for 10 years where they beat FDU and they're better than them, but it's like, really, you couldn't beat FDU by more than 15? This wasn't that. And it's just, it's fun. We said the basketball season would be more fun. It is. I, I, like, feel like, it. I feel like we're like this close to one of you guys declaring we're uh, that Rutgers is no longer just a shooter away. Just get me to the NIT bubble. That's where <laughs> I want to get. Just get us to the NIT bubble. All right? We're, 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 I just we're want on that, the bubble. I want, I, we haven't had that feeling. I, I did not get to go to Seton Hall, so like that's why I take that out from last year because I think that probably fulfills like the crazy wrath that you guys got to experience last year. I want that one. Like there, I think it was the Michigan State game where – you're a three away from all hell breaking. Purdue loose. too. Remember they lost yeah. that game by two at yes. home, and Corey Sanders went crazy. Maybe like, it was that. Maybe it was the Purdue yeah, game. Yeah, I'm thinking of. Uh, I didn't go to the Michigan State game, but the Purdue game. Yeah, that was that was fun. I mean, Where it it's the just end. like you know they come back, they're like down like five or six. They come back and they you may have that drive and it, like you the, the kick to the corner mm-hmm. and that's when like the rack. Is it at was its it best. was such a that was a really weird game because yeah you're right it was the, the whole second half Purdue was up between two and five yes. points and, and the Rutgers had the chance to take the lead yeah. four or five times and just didn't make it. Maybe it'll be different again. We be singing a whole different tune come next week if St. John's does what people think they're going to do. We're used to, so I was looking up the lines, we're used to football where the lines come out a week in advance. Basketball doesn't really do it that way. Still not out? Um, what did you say? It said it's no, it's, it's four days away. Like They're, they're not going to do that. Um, right. We're talking a lot about men's basketball. See Vivian Stringer tomorrow night going for her 1,000th win. I don't know who they're well, playing. We're taping, we're taping this on Tuesday, so when, Wednesday night is their game against... Today's Monday. I'm sorry, today's Monday. Yeah. Wow, today is Monday. Today is Monday. Yeah, we got it done. We're doing this really yeah. a good job. What round of loss for us oh, yeah. for everybody getting their schedule in in order. Uh, but she's going for 1,000th win. I forget who they're playing. I should probably have that up. Some high school team. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, you know how they made the schedule this year was yeah. to, to get those three right. wins out of the way. Right. So um, she'll have a thousand. Are they going to? I assume they'll like probably big banner thing and everything. Oh, they'll... Central Connecticut State. Oh, they've been doing a whole thing. They've been calling it. Uh, she's making her story. Nice. Not you know history. Like it. His, yeah, yeah, her yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, they're doing that. Uh, they, you know, they've done a, a lot of advertising during the game, especially during the football game. There's a lot of stuff on the scoreboard. And she, Chris, you know, uh, Chris Ash shouted her out yeah, in they, his uh, weekly press conference. Uh, she'll be the sixth. I hope he didn't get her his stink on her. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he knows how to win games. He was like, a, a thousand wins, I'll just take ten. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, uh, she'll be the sixth coach ever to, to get there, and that's impressive. I, I know she's, she's been around good, a long man. time. She's, she's a Hall of Famer. Been a, been a good coach, and that's cool. I mean, to, for Rutgers to be associated with that, I, I know that women's basketball is a, is a distant third to men's basketball and, and football as far as interest, but, you know, when we were Not in Not for sc- everyone. Those cagers, man. Oh, yeah, right. Well, when we, we were in school, we were around the, you know, at WRSU, and we were around the, the, the women's basketball program a lot. It was fun, and it was... That was still the best program I've ever covered at Rutgers. Yeah, it was. And it, no, it's, it's not saying it's, that. It's, it's, it's you know, there's really not. I much. guess the football team was a little bit. It's better. not. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And there's, I wanted nothing to cover with that. That means there's nothing really to, interesting to talk about with no one thousand win, but it's cool. Like it's, it, it's interesting it and it's it's good for that. She she's a Hall of Famer. She's done an amazing job with everything with that program. Uh, you know, the the thing that was great was always when when Pat Summit was at Tennessee and, yeah. and coaching and, and Gino, I mean, that was, that was fun. The, the three of them. And then you had like Muffet at Notre Dame, it, like that, like that kind of mix of like the glory days, quote unquote, of women's basketball, college mm-hmm. basketball. That was fun to be around. I mean, yeah, I went, I went to that when we were in school, maybe it was our late, I don't know what year it was now at this point when Tennessee came to the rack. Like that was fun. Yeah. That was a sellout crowd. But, and like that was really cool. The best rack I ever was a part of was, um, it was Rutgers and UConn. I mm. think it was my junior year. Epiphany Prince scored yeah. like 30 points in the second half. She went off. They beat a, an undefeated UConn team. That was the best I had ever seen the rack. It was, I don't think it was a sellout. It was nearly sold out, but it was, uh, it was a great crowd and, and it's, yeah, it's good. Thousand yeah, she did. She deserves all, all the accolades that, that she gets. And I, they're gonna win, so congratulations to her. This is this is our congratulations. No, to ha, no. it would be the most Rutgers, Rutgers thing ever. Thing ever if, if they, they found a way to lose a central. They're not. Yeah, I, I don't know a lot about okay. central. I could say women's if basketball. You're listening but. to this on Thursday or Wednesday, and they lost. Just <laughs> skip over that part. But otherwise, congratulations, Sebum, on win number one thousand. I will say this about Sebum. I think that there's no one more interesting. I've ever heard talk about the X's and O's of basketball, about the game of basketball, than she then listen to her talk about it. Like I think that I conversation know. had to be two and a half hours. Then if you were asking her at least, <laughs> well, you know questions. what? It's great because she goes into such no, detail. She, she does. It's like it is like if you're a real you just like, got to you're a basketball fan and you're into the X's and O's. You got to stay focused. She is fascinating to listen to. Mm-hmm. By the way, do you know what the C stands for in C. Vivian Stringer? I, a lot of people uh, don't. I, I do. I do. <sighs> I think I do. Well, you don't if you have an answer. Right. Actually, I, th- I think it's Charmaine. Charlene. Charlene. C H A R L A I N E. My my girlfriend asked me what the C stood for when I was talking talking about it a couple days ago, and I was like, I I don't know. Like I, I don't remember her story overall. Just mm-hmm. how into coaching and everything that's gone on in her life. She is a, an amazing person. I don't think I would even have half the strength to do what she's. Shout done. out to the Scarlet Spotlight and their interview yeah. That, they that did actually was a very good interview, yeah. and you got to kind of a glimpse into what it's like to. To, to talk. Two minutes penalty. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a nice thing that we shouted them out because we blew Danny's spot for the fact that he's embarrassing himself. But but here but here's the thing, right? If we if we Not shout them out game. like once and be nice, we can mock them twenty five other times, right? Like that's kind of how that goes. It gives us license to say whatever we want if we're nice sometimes. Whatever. <laughs> I think I think we're about I done. Think here. This is the, yeah, this is the yeah. end. We've reached the end of this podcast. Adam, you have anything else you want to say? Anything on your mind? No. Did we? Uh, has it been resolved yet? Is Rutgers Michigan State really on Fox or FS1? I don't know, but big, I know it's at four. Is which, that, which, whatever, because it's not a home game, so we right. don't care that much. But can 
putting Rutgers on national television on one of the last. Rutgers had a you remember that game against USF? They played on ABC. Yeah. Yeah, like 2012, 2013. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes late in the season, you just got to fill programming. Like, oh, we got nothing going yeah, on. There's just play. not a lot going on. You got to fill programming. So they, uh, I think they're actually just going to put it on Fox News to sue the old. They don't get the, They don't get the Gus Johnson treatment, do they? I'm guessing there's probably a better place for uh, Gus to be. Like a, like a five-yard pass, Gus is going to have to go crazy for Rutgers if that, hap- uh, that happens. Uh, oh, every completed pass, he just like blows his All right, his so top. next week we're either going to tell you that Rutgers is a uh, basketball and NCAA tournament team or uh, everything is falling to pieces. Or we'll be looking forward to the 2019 football season. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll completely overreact to the St. John's game. That was fun today. Yeah. Barb yeah, was, was good. good. Barb, Barb was, was awesome. Barb was great. Uh, everything else, I can take it or leave it. It's on Fox. The game's on Fox. Wow. Yeah. All right. Wow. Man. That's it. That's all I got. All right. How about we just end this thing as it is? Uh, guys, thanks again for listening to another episode of the RU Screw podcast. Change your flight, dude. I'm going to change my flight. Um, if you're not going to the Penn State game, please have your excuse pre-approved by Barb. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's it, right? We're gonna, we'll are gonna we join you again next week. We'll be one step closer to the end of this Rutgers football season, one week. The last step. That's the last step. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Yeah. And then one one step closer to a top twenty five ranking for the men's basketball season. Seaviv will have gotten to a thousand wins. And uh Maybe. That's all I got. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Losing to the central Connecticut State super huskies. Yeah. Uh, whatever they are. Uh-huh. All right. Uh for Max. Pay the players. For Adam. See ya. Not Mike. Yeah.